magnificent morning folks this is jay jameson with her story podcast her is an acronym for heroic empowering and resilient and this is a self-improvement self-acceptance and women empowerment podcast my main purpose is to encourage empower and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity each of us has a story an illness financial burden or a dead-end job In general, unforeseen circumstances can make you feel isolated or alone. But when you feel like you've hit rock bottom, it doesn't mean that it is the end of your story. It is within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who are going through the very same barriers you may be facing today. But they didn't give up. In fact, they used their difficulties to mold them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you, because you are her, heroic, empowering, and resilient. And welcome, 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 audience. What is up? I am so happy that you are taking the time out today to chime in and listen to her story. Uh, my hope is that you will be encouraged and uplifted, motivated in some day, in some way after the end of this episode. Um, this piece just to give you some type of information or even some type of confirmation just to help you achieve a goal or provide some type of closure to a pressing issue within your life. So today is hump day for all of you who are listening, but because my schedule is crazy and it's all over the all over the place, y'all know that I do pre-record. So it's actually Thursday. I'm exhausted, but we're going to push through today and whatever day you're chiming in, I hope you all are doing the same I want to take the time right now to really, really thank you all because recently I've been receiving a lot of positive feedback from various listeners throughout the country and it means so much to me. Her story was just a vision and it began on June 27th and everything kind of came in line within that very same month and Again, uh, my issues are catered to women and from a woman's perspective, but I do get a lot of feedback from male listeners and, you know, they never fail to um, recognize the importance of how difficult it is to be a woman and hearing different things from a woman's viewpoint in our perspectives. There are many things that some males aren't even aware that we go through. And so they are very appreciative of that. And I just want to tell you guys a short story. So basically I ran into a guy, he shouted me out, uh, my podcast on Instagram and he saw me and he was like, you know, I'm just going to support you because you are a black woman and without a black woman, there would be no black man. And that within itself, guys, it really had me tear up and I was really amped and really excited, especially just because of what's going on within society, how society views us collectively as a people and everything that's happening in the world right now. So much racial tension and things like that. Sometimes we fail to just reflect and empower and uplift each other and realize there's unity with the black man and the black woman. So that's just my spiel. I was just super amped and excited and it's Black History Month, so I had to tell y'all that story. But um, so today's episode is Step Up and Stand Out. And we can step out on faith, we can step out into entrepreneurship, step out into a new career. However, as we all know, trying anything new, 
stepping out requires so much courage. And often within society, we are molded into robots. We are told what to do, what to think, how to think, what to wear. You know, the media strategically puts things in place so we can have this closed lens or the, this controlled lens or viewpoint to what's even really happening within the world and around us. So what does it actually mean to step out or to step out on faith? Um, even with our children, you know, we're walking contradictions because we tell our kids to that the sky's the limit, that we can be anything that we want to be in life, to use your imagination. Yet many of the schools and the teachers don't even promote free thinking. And those children who are inqui inquisitive or think outside the box in the classroom, they're viewed as disruptive or rebels within the class. And even when we think about individuals, you know, anytime someone has a new idea, a new project, a new business, instead of encouraging and celebrating them and congratulating them, we raise questions like, why are you doing this? Are you sure you want to do this? Do you have enough money to do this? Do you, is this even, um, you know, is there much stability instead of, wow, you know, God gave us valuable resources and our own gifts and talents. And it's amazing that you're using these gifts and that you found your actual passion. So my challenge to everyone listening today is no matter what odds are against you, chase your dreams and crush those tangible goals. So this leads to the perfect segue to our topic and uh, the introduction of our guest, Miss uh, Sharon Mays. Hey, Sharon. Hey, how are you? I am good. I am good. I am making it today. Um, once again, thank you for joining us today. So, can you tell the audience a little about who you are, where are you from, and just you know what what are you doing right now within your career? Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Janae, for allowing me to be on your podcast. And um, I just want to share a little bit about, like, who I am and how I got started and all of that good stuff. So um, my name is Sharon. I am an online business coach and a brand strategist. And I got started about five years ago, maybe a little bit over five years ago, um, when I was actually fired from my job, right? I was fired from my job. There was so much going on. Um, I had been in my career for about 15 years working in the area of social services, mental health. Uh, I had done some teaching in the classroom. So I was doing my thing. You know, I got a degree in psychology. So I was doing what I was told to do. Right. And mm -hmm. at the same time, I was, I was doing what I love to do too. So let me just be clear because, you know, I love helping people. I love serving people. I've been doing it ever since I was a kid. Um, and so I love what I was doing, but it got to a point where I felt like, you know, I wanted to help people more. I wanted to be able to do more, but I couldn't do more because there's just so much red tape, you know, so much bureaucracy, so much red tape in, in, in corporate America. You know, you have to go through so many changes in order to just be who you are. And so that kind of got crazy for me. Like, it just got crazy for me because I'm a creative, you know, I like to do things on my terms. I like to create things. I like I think differently from, from a lot of people. So when you're in corporate America, you know, you have to do everything by the book the way they want you to do it. Right. And mm -hmm. I really had got to a point where I was just like, okay, there has to be something else. Like, there has to be something else. So honestly, before I even got fired, 
for my job, no fault of my own, by the way. But once I got, when I did get fired, before that, I was always, you know, I was still thinking like, okay, what is it that I really want to be doing? Like, I know it's more out there for me to be doing. I just didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to transition into it. So the mere fact that I got fired, <laughs> like, Honestly, that was the best thing that happened. It was kind of like a wake-up call, just like that reassurance that, hey, now I have the opportunity to try something new. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely that. And so when it happened, of course I was angry by the way it happened, right? But I wasn't upset about the fact that it did happen. So that's when I started to really go online and explore different options and things like that. Like, okay, what can I do? Uh home or what can I, you know, I also was looking for other jobs and stuff like that and I was even going on interviews and one thing about me, I never had a problem getting a job. Any job I ever wanted, I got interviewing and all of that stuff was not an issue. Mm-hmm. But that particular time, I noticed I was interviewing and I was killing the interviews. I mean, killing in a good way and I wasn't getting hired and I was like, okay, what's really going on here? So, I knew then, like, okay, Something is shifting. I just don't know what, but something is shifting. So that's when I started to really explore and say, okay, what is it that I can do that I can help people, I can serve people, and still, you know, I can get paid for it, but I can do what I do because I love what I do, mm-hmm. not because I'm being forced to do it a certain way. And so that that's what led me into, you know, starting my own business. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, so, um, your story is very similar, um, to my guest from week before last about the component where you said that you had got fired and it kind of pushed you into like that entrepreneurship journey. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And it's almost, it's scary when you think about that, because when you're working and even when you're working for, you know, a public or private sector or a corporate America or whatever, this entire time that you're working, our biggest fear is, you know, be getting fired, but sometimes or in your situation and in hers, it was kind of like the kind of the best thing that could have happened within that point. And that's when you really had to take that initiative and step out. And so can you, can you go into the process, the process of when you actually went online and just trying to figure out what it, what your next step was, because you said that you did life coaching and now your focus is, uh, really on branding. Right. So what exactly, what exactly is life coaching? And I started seeking out people that were doing what I was doing, Mm -hmm. right? Like coaching. So I, I went on YouTube, I went on Google, and I actually found someone who was doing what I was doing. It's so funny because I met this, well, not met personally, but I lived, years prior, I had connected with her on MySpace, y'all. That's just how long ago Oh, was, wow. Like, MySpace. <laughs> yeah, was when was that? Was that like MySpace. 10 years ago? I didn't know that was even still up. <laughs> no, no, that was so, no, this was before, this was whenever, this was before Facebook. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. This was before Facebook. This is when I first met her. Right? Okay. This is when I first met her. She was doing her thing. And so some kind of way I got, you know, our paths crossed again. This was years later. Okay. This was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, And 
that's how I remembered her. And I was like, oh my God, she's still doing what she was doing, you know? And so I said, let me reach out to her to find out how she can help me figure this thing out. So that's the first thing I did. You know, I reached out to her, um, you know, I got on her website. I ordered some of her, you know, coaching master classes and different things like that. And so eventually, you know, a couple of weeks later, I decided to join her coaching program. So that's how I was able to kind of get my feet wet in how to do things online because she was doing everything online. So I was like, okay, this is how you make money online. This is how you build a business online. This is how you start. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got my start from. So yeah, that was that. That's exactly how it started. And then, you know, after I launched my program, you know, I literally it wasn't even two weeks, and I got my first client on autopilot. You know, with, without even knowing her, without even talking to her. So that's how I knew. I was like, this online thing really does work. Like, this is this is for real. Yeah. You know? And it's so, really exciting, yeah. too, especially when you were in the, I guess, in the space that you were in. Like, just uh, simple things that happen that fall into place are always reminders. And it reassures you that, okay, even though I did something that, it's out of the norm, right? You know, it's not as structured. Uh-huh. It's not what people, you know, primarily tell you to do. What would they tell us? Go to school, get your bachelor's or what have you. Go back, do this, do that, you know, get your education and yeah. work for someone. But it's just like that piece where, you know, hey, it's not that I don't love what I'm doing. I know I love what I'm, what I'm doing, but I want to do more. And I'm going to take the initiative yeah. to really figure out how I can help other people more and also monetize off of that by giving them other resources and adding value to their life. So that's really big. And I just appreciate you uh-huh. just for sharing that. But within that story, I know there was also difficulty because when we have great news you know and we you know we're happy because we're figuring out sometimes those that are the closest to us don't really understand that and I've experienced that for myself like when I launched my online boutique some of the friends were you know some of my ace boon coons who I'm hanging out with all of all of the time they're not really buying into my products, but it's people that I've never even met. They are the ones that are purchasing, you know? And so it's like, wow, you know, what am I doing wrong? Or, you know, you have this sense of feeling, am I I supposed to be doing this when you don't get that back support from those that are closer to you? So did you ever experience that at some point on your, you know, entrepreneurship journey? Absolutely. I think that the first, in the beginning, when I first got started, uh, when I launched my business, and I noticed that, you know, while I was launching and doing, you know, posting things and starting programs and different things like that, I noticed that the people who were showing love and congratulating, most of those people were either strangers or people that I had never seen before. Like, maybe we were cool on, you know, Facebook or whatever, but I had never met them in person. And I realized that, okay, I'm, what I'm seeing is my friends and my family basically are not supporting me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that, that was it in a nutshell. And so it kind of threw me for a loop because, first of all, I'm not that type of person. Like, I'm going to mad support you 
regardless. So for me to get that, it kind of threw me for a loop. I didn't even know how to handle it. So it became an issue. Like, it really did become an issue, and it bothered me. So I said, you know what? I got something for y'all. So I deleted everybody. <laughs> I, deleted all, I deleted 90% of my friends and 90% of my family members. I oh, deleted wow. them from my Facebook. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, why are you here if you're not going to support? You're not going to engage. Right. You know, why are you here if, you, if you're not going to win, you know what I'm saying, a helping hand in any way? So I just deleted them. And so one day I was at, uh, we were at Thanksgiving dinner. You know, everybody's at the house and, they're like, Sharon, where, where you been? I haven't seen you on Facebook. You usually on Facebook every day, all day, or whatever. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm still there. I haven't gone anywhere. Like, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm there. You're just not there. I was right. Because like, I deleted you. <laughs> I deleted all y'all. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. They just, they they got quiet. They didn't say anything. And on to the next subject. You know why? Because they knew why. Right. They knew why. Mm-hmm. So... But what I realized was that when I did that, that was a, that was one of the best decisions I had ever made as it relates to my business because it gave me a global perspective. It gave me a sense of there are, you know, billions of people out here, and out of those billions of people, surely there are a couple hundred or a couple thousand or even one day millions of people who could benefit from what I have. So it gave me a whole different perspective. So... That in and of itself, honestly, I would have to say that was God doing that because he was letting me know I can prosper you in many ways. I can get money to you in any way. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. many ways. I can allow you to do what you do by strangers if that's the case, if right. need be. So that's basically how that went. So I just want to encourage everybody that if you feel like, you know, I'm starting a business and, you know, I want to start a business, but I'm afraid that this person or that person is not going to support me or, you know, they're going to shut me out or whatever the case, case may be. I'm going to say to you, do what's in your heart to do. Because every, cause that assignment was not given to them. That assignment is your assignment. And everybody is not going to support you. Everybody is not going to encourage you. Everybody is not going to speak your name, so to speak. So you have to be okay with what it is that God gave you and you have to go out there and step out on faith and work it. Go out there and work that magic because eventually if you start and you stay focused and you stay consistent, you're going to reach the result. People don't understand that. They don't understand that. A lot of times they don't understand because it's not that they don't understand, it's just that they don't have the courage to do what you're you're doing. doing. Yes. So Mm -hmm. so, So they feel some type of way because you had the courage to do it. But mm-hmm. instead of loving on you and, and drawing from you and saying, oh, how are you doing this? This is amazing. Teach me something, right? Instead mm-hmm. of them doing that, they want to hate. Right. Or they want to act like they don't see you doing it. Or they, they see the greatness in you but never acknowledge it. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you have to be okay with that. Know that it's going to come with the territory. And it's going to come real fast. You have to make a decision even before you get into it. If you haven't started, or if you're in that situation now, you have to make a decision that you're going to cut that off for a while. That doesn't mean you you don't love them. Doesn't mean you know what I'm saying. You're not going to be there for them if they call you. That's not what that means. It just means that you got to cut off the negativity in order to press forward towards that goal. In order to have that tunnel vision, sometimes you're going to have to cut certain people off and certain experiences off. Right. And that's, that's how you do it. 
Yes, very. So very, very, very much valuable advice and information because um, we can easily get distracted, easily get distracted. And if we don't remain focused, then the project that we thought of or that we were so excited about is going to be a continuous cycle, you know, of us trying, trying, trying. I'm going to launch this. I'm going to launch that. I'm going to launch that. But the thing that you're missing is that focus and the negative people that are around you are kind of like keying in and they are cutting you off from prospering. So that was definitely valuable information. And I want want to ask you, what are your exact services, the name of your company, and where can people contact you? Well, my name, the name of my company is the Boss Brand Agency. And right now, you can actually, I have a program going on right now, which is a membership program. And you can find information about that at bit.ly slash the boss society.com oh is it no is it dot com no bit.ly slash the boss society okay bit.ly slash the boss society and so you can get a little information about you know what the program is about that's actually what i'm promoting right now this particular time so all the information is there you can also find me on instagram at the boss brand agency and then facebook as well uh Facebook.com slash the boss brand agency. Okay. And so what I do is, so what I do is I work with uh, female entrepreneurs who are looking to build premium and profitable online brands and help you to make your first or next six figures online. So, you know, I've been able to make over six figures doing this, doing what I do. And so I help other entrepreneurs who just don't really know the concept of marketing or branding. They don't have the foundational principles of marketing and branding. You know, they may not understand, you know, the sales funnels and the trip wires and, you know, uh, autoresponders and email marketing and all these other things that come into play when it comes to building your, your brand online. And then a lot of people have a misconception of what branding is. You know, a lot of people think, Oh, you know, I'm branding, I'm rebranding. So they think rebranding is a website and a new logo. Mm-hmm. That's not rebranding. That's a website and a new logo. Right. So rebranding, <laughs> there's a lot that goes into rebranding and there's a lot that goes into branding as well. So mm-hmm. that's what I hope you guys to do. And that's something that I'm very passionate about. You know, along with that, I do visual branding, which is obviously graphic design. Um, and web design and stuff like that. So it kind of goes hand in hand, you know, the marketing and the brand. It's kind of hard to separate that. And that's one thing you were talking about, the life coaching. I actually started that, like, that was the first thing I was doing, right? So Mm -hmm. the thing was, a lot of my clients, they were like, "Um, I need you to help me with my business. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I noticed that a lot of my life coaching clients were wanting help with business and marketing and stuff like that. So that's how I got more so into the marketing and the branding because my life coaching clients, most of them were business owners. So I really start really, you know, studying and, you know, going deep into what is all this about. And so that's why I kind of transformed into the marketing and the branding. But yeah, that's what I do. This is what I love to do. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Anytime you make a decision 
to go against the grain, it's not going to be easy. You're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to go without. You know, you're going to have, you know, seasons where you're making a lot of money and then you may not make none at all mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it, it, it comes with the territory, but you have to be willing to go through the process and, you know, experience and be, be uncomfortable. And that's another reason why many entrepreneurs don't really, a lot of people don't really launch into entrepreneurship or entrepreneurs who start, they never like go past that plateau because they're not willing to be uncomfortable. You understand what I'm saying? They're not willing to make the sacrifices. They're not willing to do things that the majority of the people who succeed have been able to do or been willing to do. So that's another thing you want to think about if you want to really be successful in whatever industry or whatever niche that you're in, you have to be willing to make some sacrifices. And that's where a team comes in. That's where, if even if it's not your friends or family, you have to have a team. You have to have a support system. And that's one of the reasons why I started the Bomb Society because I realized that there are a lot of women out there who call themselves solopreneurs, which I don't believe in a sol- solopreneur. I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in it. It takes a village to build a brand. Right. So anybody that's out there trying to build their brands by themselves with no support, no expert advice, you know, uh, uh, no accountability, you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. Not just failure, but frustration. Right. <laughs> Mostly frustration. And so it takes a village to build a brand. It takes community to make it happen. And sometimes that community is not going to be in flesh and blood. Sometimes that community is going to be strangers that you've never seen a day in your life. Right. So, yeah. So that's really, those are valuable jewels for whatever we do throughout life and throughout this journey. And I always say that there is power within numbers. So instead of us trying to really be competitive and compete with each other, it's important for us to give each other different tools and resources and help build so we can collectively grow and build. And that's exactly what you're doing. So um, I really, I really appreciate that. And I also appreciate the fact that you said, you know, that it's not going to be easy because the main reason for me launching her story is to talk about those uncomfortable moments that we face, whether it's, you know, uncomfortable moments within life, like personal things that struck us or the entrepreneurship journey, because people, we don't normally talk about the hardships. And so everyone is out there and they think that it's easy peasy. In reality, that's not it. Being an entrepreneur and working for yourself is one of the hardest decisions that anyone can ever make. So I think that it's important for us to be really transparent and just share those stories and let others know that they are not in it alone, you know? So if it's easy... Absolutely. But you know what makes it hard, though? Mm -hmm. What really makes it... I don't want to say it's hard. I want to more so say it's a challenge. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say it's hard. What makes it hard is that people don't get help. Mm -hmm. People don't get help. They don't invest in themselves. They don't want to hire coaches. They don't, most of the time, they don't want to hire a consultant. Mm -hmm. You know, they're stepping over, you know, they're stepping over dollars to get to pennies. In other words, they don't want to pay someone that can help them create the blueprint and get the result. They'd rather try to figure it out themselves. So something that, a, a result that will, will 
takes, you know, three, five years, you know what I'm saying? You can you can supersede that in six months if you had the help. Right. If you hire someone that could show you the blueprint. Because like I was talking to someone today, I said, How do you or I think it was yesterday and they were saying, Oh well, I'm trying to figure this X, Y, and Z out before I decide to invest in working with a coach and this, that, and the other. I said, so you would go get heart surgeries before you consult with the, the doctor? Yeah. <laughs> go in there and lay on the table and be like, mm-hmm. work on me, please. Right. Like, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't know what, you don't, you're not where you are because you don't know what to do. That's the whole point. So that's what consultants and coaches and, and people like that, even mentors, that's what they're for, for you to get the blueprint, to sit down with them before you even make that major decision or either do those launches. You have to get some clarity on what direction to take. And so that being said, honestly, and I've been doing this for a while and I've had hundreds of conversations, that's what makes it hard because and second of all, are you going to perform heart surgery on yourself? Right. You wouldn't perform heart surgery on yourself. Mm-hmm. So why would you say, I'm going to build my brand by myself? You've mm-hmm. never built a six-figure brand. You've never made X amount of dollars in a day. So how are you going to do it yourself when you've never done it? That doesn't mean you wouldn't do that if you needed cardi- a cardiologist. Why would you do that in your business? Right. So th- I think that's one of the biggest fears of stepping out to it would be investing in yourself and that's the craziest thing if you're not going to invest in anything why not invest within yourself and within your brand and within growing so um exactly she so audience i mean sharon is spitting the jewels today y'all so if y'all not listening y'all better listen (laughs) so i want to thank you again you know for finding the time because I have a, a busy schedule. You do too. And so we finally were able to record together. So I'm really happy that we were able to collab together for this podcast because you really are a, a amazing speaker and you're very, um, you're very bold and passionate in what you do. And so I know that the audience will definitely leave after this podcast and just really be encouraged. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. And guys, in closing, always remember your story is not solely for you. It's meant to be shared with other women and provide hope to those facing similar hurdles. You don't have to be ashamed and you definitely don't have to be afraid to share your story. You are a victor. You are a winner and you will not be defeated. You declare growth and prosperity over your life and troubles don't last always. You are brilliant, bold, and beautiful. You are her. Heroic, empowering, and resilient. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you are encouraged or lifted in any type of way, please share her story. Tell a friend to tell a friend. The podcast is available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and also Be Baton Rouge. And once again, this is Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast, and we're out.